Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, buddy? Not too bad. Yeah. Been a busy week in Heroes this week. Man, we got some we got some new stuff. We got some new stuff to look forward to. We got lots to talk about, so let's not delay any further and chat about our banner updates. Uh, we're looking at Trick or Treat, or sorry, I did that again. Trick or Defeat, hanging in there for another couple days until the 15th. Heroes with Drive Attack until the 14th. Adrift, ooh, we'll talk about that, uh, until the 21st of November. And finally, a brand new banner starting this morning, a Tempest Trials Before We Met, dot, dot, dot. That goes until the 22nd. Eddie, I want to know, as always, how did your summonings go this week? Uh, went pretty well. Um, I decided to dive into the new Adrift banner, um, mm-hmm. pulling all colors, just looking for any hair at the start. Uh, managed to get real lucky and got a female corn on my second wheel. Uh, that was the green dragon version. Um, I did decide that I did want uh, Makoto and had set myself a budget of max orbs I could spend on the uh, banner. Uh, so I decided to dive back in. Uh, I decided also I wanted to keep my uh, Camilla stable full of all the Camillas available. And uh, pulled red as well is colorless uh since i wasn't that interested in male corn and i had one of the corns already um i kept going uh no luck for a little while and eventually got a camilla mm-hmm. uh when i finished out that wheel i uh kept my luck up from the last banner and got a spare from the legendary banner and got a, a spare female corn uh then i decided i'd go ahead and hop back in and try a bit more with the last of my uh, budgeted orbs to try and get uh, the Makoto I was looking for and actually managed to get her on the very next summon. So right. that worked out and still have some orbs left over. And and you do, so you mentioned you, you don't have the male Corrin yet, but you're not necessarily as interested in him. Correct. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really good that you got lucky with this banner. <sighs> I, uh, yeah, if if there had been a blue orb when I got either of those wins, I would have pulled on it, but mm-hmm. got no luck. Well, are you going to dive back in for male corn? Uh, probably not. Probably going to hold off for the next uh, banner, or at least news about the next banner, and decide then. Yeah. I personally have not really received any new heroes uh, since we we last spoke, since last week. Um, I did end up going, I got, I got back into the Halloween banner for some reason. I had some extra orbs after I had, uh, summoned Mia and I went back in just like, ah, oh, you know, I kind of want a new hero and wasn't really thinking cause I, I knew there would be overlap between the Halloween banner and this new Adrift banner. And I, I don't know if I'm necessarily interested in anyone in, in the Adrift banner, but, uh, I always like to get one new hero for each banner just to have, have someone to show off and talk about and, and level up and all that, you know play the game that sort of thing um but uh, i haven't gotten anything from from the adrift banner yet i've, I've summoned a couple times i'm kind of splitting my interest between uh corin uh, our female corin and and i am kind of tempted by makoto because she is new this is her first entry into the game but uh she didn't leave much of an impression from fate so i'm not necessarily you know get you know going out there and trying to trying to really well. summon her but yeah 
Yeah, she wasn't in much of Fates, and she's one of the few characters that was in the uh, part of the game that's in both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she gets killed off pretty quickly, so it's understandable that not having a giant connection to her. Yeah. Spoiler um, alert, by the way. Yep. Yeah. So, how did you do in Forging Bonds this week? Uh, that's a great question. Forging Bonds is that interesting little little mode that, that gets little to no attention because of the fact that there's like four orbs up for grabs after your daily, your sort of first ten daily plays. Um, but I did I did max it out to try to get all the conversations. So I did get all the conversations this time. And I, I am happy to report that they got less creepy the, the more you unlocked. The first one we t- already talked about on our live show mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Super creepy. Um, really unsettling. Yep. And then as it went forward, I don't know, it kind of dialed back a bit as if the characters were like, oh, we came on a little strong here. We might want to want to tone it down just a little bit. Yeah, they, they did calm down. Um, I like the final one for Elaine, where apparently um, Alphonse was being a bit oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> where to get Elaine off your back, essentially, you tell him that it has a secret name. It has a already has a second name that's secret, and if you speak the taboo words, uh, you know, disaster will happen, and Alphonse bought into it. Mm-hmm. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Yeah, well, Alphonse is, uh, he takes everybody way too seriously, I think. Yeah. I might have missed that um, one a little bit. But yeah, Wayne was over overdoing it as as per usual. Oh, yeah. Um, and so you got all the conversations. Did you get the secondary sets of accessories, or did you miss out on those? I did miss out on those, except for okay. one of them, I think. I got, I, I got uh, a Versus, I believe, because she just happened to have more more coins speaking of which i should have put this in the banner updates i actually went i went backwards this week i i accidentally sent home my adversa i can't find her anywhere and she's not a combat manual so i didn't accidentally make her a combat manual i think for the first in two years i misclicked or mistapped i guess a uh a a bronze character and sent her home not not really thinking and she is brand new she looks uh she's brand new so you would know that she's a, a grand hero battle but you know i sent my only copy away so i'm a little little bummed yeah i did that with garen when he came out i i actually ah. created a combat manual with him so i didn't fully send him away uh actually since combat manuals have come out i've pretty much just made everyone a combat manual instead of sending them home hmm. uh so i accidentally did that with garen uh but so i've gotten into the habit that when I get a Tempest Trial or a Grand Hero character, I automatically go in and attach them a uh, favorite mark that I've set to say that it's a Grand Hero or Tempest Trial character, a no IV character. Mm-hmm. I've made a specific mark, I've labeled it as that, and I mark them as that right away so I don't accidentally send them away like I did with Garon. Yeah, I, 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 right after I realized I had done that, I went in and set all my Grand Hero Battle and Tempest Trial bronzes, at least, to be a big pink, do not send this person home heart. And I hope I hope that I've learned my lesson. <laughs> Funnily enough, I chose the pink one as well, so. I don't know, just something about a, that, that pink heart is just so contrast to everybody else, because I haven't organized them, so everybody else is red. So I thought pink would really, actually probably won't stand out, but... So I don't know why I picked 
pink. Uh, well, I, you know, I have the hot pink as the one for the Tempest Trials, the light pink uh, generic one that starts for everyone else, pretty much. Everyone's as part of the catalog. And what I've been doing is um, when I get multiples, I'll go through the IVs and mark one of them with either yellow or might have been green to mark whether they have good IVs or perfect IVs for the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, when I'm going through and clearing out, I know don't get rid of this one. Keep the, you know, send out the others, but not this one type thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know. well, I, I just, uh, I, I think that it's great. And we're going to talk about a new mode and, and all the new stuff that they're adding with the, with the latest update. And we'll get to that in a bit. But uh, kind of perfect timing. Uh, if I don't say so myself, to be sending, accidentally sending somebody home. But uh, before we get to that, I want to know what what events are currently running in the game because there's there's a lot running, but yeah, there's good bit running. Um, and I do want to note uh, now that uh, daylight savings time has changed. Um, I guess ended or started. I don't know which. Um, it's all a big mystery. Just a reminder that all these start and end dates we give are based off of a two a.m. Eastern time zone. Uh, date so now those in california are on a different day than us for the end dates and start dates right um and like always we have a new arena new blessed gardens new uh tactics drill new rival domains which will explain why it's back into the as always category again later on and we have the first of our new weekly ether raids starting this week and going through next monday mm-hmm. or next sunday night uh, next monday yeah, morning. Like, i think there's like seven days five days uh, let me buy like eight days nine left. days eight nine days for this first one and after that it'll be a weekly thing uh at monday at 2 a.m so the day before arena resets cool. uh the tap battle air of light goes through the end of tonight um resets tomorrow morning uh we don't have confirmation of a new one, but probably getting a new one. Water blessing quests are going through the 13th. Movement type quests are going through the 19th. The November orb promo is going through the 23rd. And the Grand Hero Battle Revival of Julius that popped up this morning is going through the 16th. Nice. And we don't have a ton in terms of upcoming events, but everything confirmed, that is. Uh, everything starting before the seventeenth uh, of November. You've got the the only locked in date, which is the Tempest Trials. Before we met, dot dot dot. That's starting on the twelfth, so uh, Monday. Uh, tap and battle. That's where you get the Young Azura they mentioned in the Adrift uh, banner video. True. Yes, you will. Which is, I think, great that we're getting a a young version of a character. Although I, oh well, we already have with Tiki, I suppose, but. This is I, I haven't played Revelation, so maybe Young Azura is something that exists in a Fire Emblem game, but uh, I digress. Uh, Tap Battle, we assume, is starting tomorrow. It seems to be back-to-back for the last couple months, so I don't see them changing things up anytime soon. And it looks to be a uh, Corrin and Kana, or a C&K Bound Hero Battle, starting on the 16th when Julius ends. So where does that come from, That if we don't have a calendar? Well, the data mining found threads for a C and K BHB. They never listed characters, but with the Corin or the Fates focused 
um, banner that we currently have, I mm -hmm. figured it was probably Corrin and Kana, uh, since we have two of each, and we could easily have Bound Hero battles with them. Uh, whether it's male and female, or male Corrin, female Kana, or female Corrin, male Kana, we don't know. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm guessing it might start on the 16th, because that's when Julius ends. But without a calendar to tell us whether that's going to be a Grand Hero Battle, a Bound Hero Battle, or just another revival, we don't know. Cool. So. Cool. Well, that's uh, hopefully we'll get a calendar soon. Although we will we'll speculate a little bit as to whether we we wonder why we haven't got a calendar. But this is a big meaty topic this week, Eddie. So we're going to get through this together as a team. We've got. Uh, not only do we have a Fey channel to talk about a little bit later on, but we've got four new heroes that arrived in Fey thanks to the Adrift banner that came to us early this week. Feels like it was not that long ago. Well, it launched yesterday morning. So oh. it, but we got the um, we got the banner a day early. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Before the, the Fae Channel. A day before the Fae Channel. So. Yeah, we were really perplexed. We got the banner and then we got the Fae Channel. Like, oh, okay. Well, usually they bundle these together, but they didn't this time. And with the Adrift banner, we received a new banner with one new hero and three new versions of heroes, bringing back a new version of both male and female corn, as well as another Camilla. Let the Reddit have its say. Uh, the new hero is Makoto, the Hashidan mother who gets killed by Ganon's treachery. Ganon's, Garen's treachery and sparks the war that Fates is about. Uh, there's also a young Azura, as we mentioned, coming to the Tempest Trial on Monday. So, Eddie, you know, my Ganon Garen slip aside, wh what do we got here? Who do we start with? Well, first we start with Link. Oh, I mean, oh, uh, Corrin, yeah. who is a green. Well, no. Uh, Link always wears a green tunic, so Ooh. I was labeling Corrin as Link because she has is a green unit. That makes sense. Um, green dragon infantry unit with a new weapon that she actually shares with the male Corrin in this banner. Mm -hmm. uh, the weapon is called Draconic Rage. It accelerates the spell, and if she groups up more allies than enemies within two spaces, she gets a boost to her attack and speed. I believe it's a plus five. She also comes with a new assist skill, uh, being another dual rally skill. Uh, this one being, of course, apparently, she seems very fond of these uh, stats, attack and speed. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of her skills are Draconic Aura, Attack, Speed, Bond, and Fortified Dragons. Okay, interesting. So, so her design also, when you look at her art, a lot of these characters are similarly dressed. You know, they take the theme of the dreams... Uh, this dreamscape that they're looking at and there was also a paralogue that went alongside it super creepy loki's back also super creepy um and they kind of it kind of it ends on a cliffhanger which i assume they'll pick back up for the tempest trials did you end up doing the paralogue um i did not get around to the paralogue i looked at it and i figured i was going to try and um level up a couple low level here heroes to do it mm -hmm. and then i just uh Work got busy last busier than I was expecting last night, so I did not get a chance to take it, get into that yet. Okay, well, I was it, going it was, to, but I get, didn't get enough time to. It it was creepy, and um, okay, but with this with this Corin Dream Princess, uh, you know, 
her design, it's interesting because they kind of gave her and the male Corrin a very similar dress, uh, dress up or costume they or whatever. Kind of gave everyone a very similar costume. True. I think Camilla's is. I mean, Makoto's is probably the most different from all of them, but mm-hmm. you know, even Camilla looks pretty similar outfit to the other two. Right. So. In terms of female Corrin, do you have any additional thoughts? Like, is she jumping out at you? Is is, is she jumping out as a as a as a hero to summon for? Green is especially a tough one to summon for. I find I never get what I want when I focus green. But, um, you got her. What are you, what are um, your thoughts? Yeah, green is a mixed bag. If you get the green orbs, you're more likely to get the hero that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just harder to get the green orbs because there are so few heroes on green as opposed to uh, red or even blue that it's just the orbs come up a lot less often true um from what i read she does seem to be pretty speedy uh one of the few uh dragon units that can double without much issue uh even better if you get a speed boon in her um she looks like she'll be fun um you know the fact that she has you know her special skill isn't a, a rally skill is kind of meh, but the rest of it looks pretty decent. Um, I have to double check, but I think attack speed bond is the one that um, is built off of using rally skills, either by her or for her, so she can really help out there, but she's definitely heavy into the attack and speed. Right. Okay, well, so. that's really cool. Um, her counterpart that arrived on this banner, Corrin Dream Prince... Male Corrin is a blue dragon infantry unit with the same weapon as female Corrin. His new skill is Null Follow-Up, which disables skills that either guarantee or prevent follow-up attacks. He also comes with Dragon Fang, Attack, Defense, Bond, and Hone Dragons. Um, so same weapon, that's interesting. I guess like technically they're the same person, so maybe that's why they double up. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Like. These skills seem interesting. I think the disable the the null follow up. So, this is a yeah, new it, skill or just his new skill? It's a new skill, completely new skill to the game. Uh, that, as far as I know, and it was listed in the data mine as a new skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like the rally attack speed is a new skill. Um, there was like rally attack, rally speed, but not rally attack and speed before this. Um. And it is interesting. It this you know it disables like all the um, uh, all those armor skills that guarantee follow ups or all that or prevent follow ups stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting. Uh, it probably will be popular, um, if not for Malecorn himself, for no follow up to be foddered off to someone. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was looking through the assessment of him, and it did state indicate that. Uh, you know, he is not, uh, you know, amazing stat-wise. Uh, so it is more likely that his no follow-up skill will be more useful on someone else. So. Interesting. And, yep. So you think he'd be good fodder, basically, for people who are monsters like that? Uh, those who play the game to or spend tons of money to have plenty of characters to fodder off would probably like him so they can disable those armor squads that have all those guaranteed follow-ups on them mm-hmm. you know and i'm just poking fun guys you guys are monsters you're just 
you just have a lot of extra male corns or some people some people will pull new heroes and and have no problem feeding them to uh to other characters and and uh, that's fine not the way i play yeah. I, I really like to keep keep my heroes intact especially the five yeah, stars I, that I summon i like to keep at least one of each five star so as yeah. well so makes perfect sense who else do we got in this lovely dream banner next one we have is camilla flower of fantasy mm-hmm. uh she is a of course a flying unit because apparently camilla's legs never work no she doesn't have uh, legs contrary show me a picture of her legs you won't be able to find them that's not true that's a pretty lie. sure they're in every picture of her but although <laughs> well, those aren't her real legs ah okay. those are those are props but yeah, Camilla is a character who has never not been a flying unit, but she is a red flying tome unit uh, with a new weapon called the Book of Dreams. Gives her attack plus, plus three mm-hmm. and debuffs the enemy during combat if she is adjacent to an ally. Uh, she also has the new skill of attack resistance link, uh, which is one of the skills that act, skill line that activates when a movement skill is used oh, that's cool. on or by her. Uh, this version obviously being attack and resistance. Uh, she does come with drawback, so she can activate it, um, as well as attack resistance bond and hone flyers. Very cool. Yeah, that's interesting that you know that Camilla hasn't been a ground unit yet. She's always been a flyer, eh? So yep. you can have a flying team of Camillas. This is the fifth. This is the fifth alts, I believe, for Camilla. Yeah, this is her fifth alt. Uh, you could have a flying team of Camillas before. Um, I'd have to double check what exact um, colors her other alts are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think we have a colorless Camilla, so we probably have all uh, four of the normal co- or all three of the normal colors. But... I think you're right. I don't believe we have a, a colorless like a staff or dagger Camilla. It's there's the the closest would have been the New Year's one, but she was a sword user. So not not a dagger. There are a lot of daggers in that banner. So even red, we might not have a blue Camilla. Although one of the I think the spring Camilla is blue. Is she blue. not spring uh, or summer? No, there's two. There's a spring and there's a summer. There's a lot of Camilla alts. And and can I just throw this out here? People were not people were up in arms when Lynn got her fifth alt. Fifth Camilla alt, not that much. Be, uh, there's a little bit don't get me wrong but it's not like the uproar is that solely because lynn's fifth was the legendary and people are so invested in having their favorite character become legendary i think that might be it right that might be it hmm. um i don't know what color her drink was it might have been blue a lot giving her all four but yeah it was definitely a sword for new year's spring does appear to be a green egg i'd have to find her in the actual I don't even know if I have Ally what Camilla's. List. I think I have. I have what? Oh, I have the New Year's Camilla. Um, yeah. I know I have an, the Summer Camilla, which is might be a green. I'm not seeing her here. Maybe yeah, she's. New Year's Camilla is red. Um. Now it's gonna bug me. Summer Camilla is blue. So we have oh, yeah, all three of the normal colors, no colorless, but we have all three of the normal colors uh, in Camilla. So you can have a red, blue, green Camilla. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, original Camilla is a green axe. Uh, Spring Camilla was a green egg uh, spell. 
mm-hmm. caster. Yeah, no, she's she's uh, she's making the rounds, and, and honestly, being part of Fates, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a sixth Camilla uh, in in at some point in the near future. I would not put it past them um, to give us uh, that. Depending on if you count Corin and Corin as separate characters or the same character, Corins mm-hmm. uh, and Robins currently are in the lead for the number of characters. I don't know which off the top of my head is higher, but if you count the genders as separate characters, I think they're both at four. Yeah, I'm not sure four. where I fall on that one. To be honest, I, th- I, I mean, if the like, if you look at this banner and you kind of look at it as like, oh, they have the same weapons, so maybe they're similar enough that you could count them as the same hero, but they have a different skill set that they are a different care hero. I, I mean, it's I tough. Mean, well, there's always the same, always the basic rule that. Um, Different epithets, you know, different titles means it's a different hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, if it's an alt of a hero or not is where we're discussing here. And there are six Robins, if you count them all as one, or three of each. Three male, three female. And Corin is two male, three female Corins. Hmm. So... Well, I, for one, welcome our Camilla and Corrin overlords. Um, we also have, rounding out the banner, a brand new character, Makoto, the Caring Mother. Um, yeah. I should note that the Corrins are actually equal at three apiece as well, because I just realized that the new Corrin is not up in the list where the other Corrin is. Right. Because okay. I don't have them yet. Interesting. So, uh, yes. I haven't played the episode. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, it's so yeah. Makoto is. Um, a... before we hop into Makoto, I did want right. to note one thing. Sure. Go uh, ahead. An interesting thing is that Camilla is using a Hoshiden tome, not a traditional tome. Huh. So she. Uh, so this is, but okay. So is this is this dreamscape? Maybe from the perspective of the Hoshiden, so whoever's dreaming knew Camilla and but put Camilla in the Hoshiden side, like. Um. Well, it's kind of happened before, where uh, you know, I believe it was for the New Year's stuff. Camilla and them were overdoing Hoshiden outfits mm-hmm. or Hoshiden style clothing. Um. And I haven't played through the story. Uh, the only thing that I've noticed is that in the video, it does have Camilla saying she's not the Camilla we know. So whether in this dream world, um, Hoshido and Nor are getting along or somehow Camilla went over to the Nor side or the Hoshido side, even though she is Norian still, I don't know the exact explanation for it. But have, in, have you sorry? played Revelations? Because I haven't. And I'm wondering if maybe this is Revelations I, focused. Have not played Revelations. Um, I played a little bit of it, but not all the way through. Uh, so maybe that's the thing. It is re- maybe it is Revelations focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was going to say that um, I noticed in the in Fates that the Hoshiden side, the tones are all like stacks of cards that they use. And if you look at her art, she has a stack of cards instead of a normal book. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I've been, and Revelations might come up on a on a future game club. I'm sure Fates will will make a an appearance at some point in some capacity. But yeah, it's interesting well, in, to note. There's the some plan stuff was for on. Fates is that we would do Conquest or Birthright before we do Revelations, so that we have the base story before we dive into the 
real story behind the game or whatever. True, true, very true. Uh, okay, well, rounding out the banner, we have Makoto Caring Mother. Makoto is a colorless staff infantry with a new version of the candlelight staff, finally bringing it out of the lock behind a seasonal unit that debuffs the enemies in two spaces when she attacks to prevent them from counterattacking. Now, that seasonal unit you're referring to is the Bridal Lynn, correct? Correct. Bridal Lynn okay. was the only way we had the... Um debuff that actually prevents counterattacking more than just while she's while the character is attacking mm. uh so makoto has the flash staff which does the same thing as the candlelight staff which finally means that the candlelight effect is now outside of just the bridal lin cool well that's good for so. folks who who are who are seeking that out because i know you fed a bridal lin to your lissa correct can't remember now. I don't believe so. Well, if I did, I did it for the B skill version of the of the ability. Right. Um, essentially, all uh, since weapon refinery started, all staff users can either get the B dazzling staff skill unit attached to their staff, or the uh, Jenny's uh, wrathful staff B attached to the staff. Hmm. Uh, but the Dazzling Staff skill just prevents counterattacks for the character attacking. It does not add the debuff. Hmm. So the only way to get the actual debuff was from uh, Bridal Lynn. I did not give Lissa the Candlelight Staff. I think Lissa does... She either has a... I either fed her a Jenny or a Bridal Lynn. I don't remember which. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, as long as it wasn't Bridal Inn, right? That's the main thing. Uh, okay, so Makoto also comes with Martyr Plus, Miracle, Brazen Attack, Slash Resistance, and Infantry Rush. So, uh, brand new hero. A lot of the collectors out there, it's interesting to see that we're getting... Now, would you would you consider Makoto an alt here? Or, since everybody else in this banner is an alt, do you consider Makoto an alt? Or is this Makoto? This is the hero. Um, what are your thoughts there? Well, what do you mean? So what do I, I mean... Her an alt? Uh, yeah, so what I mean is like... So Camilla, Corrin, the two Corrins, they're all alts to the original Corrin and Camilla's that we've already gotten. So I'm wondering, do you consider Makoto here to be an alt of the hero we haven't gotten yet? Or is this... This is the Makoto hero. Like I'm... Uh, I'm just curious. I, I, it doesn't really matter at this point, I guess. You could argue both sides, I mean, but... Yeah, uh, as far as I concern it, until we get another version of Makoto, mm-hmm. this is the Makoto hero. We actually have to have the character for it to be an all. Now, whether the um, Makoto we get eventually, if we get a second Makoto, uh, feels more like the Makoto from the actual game. And this one feels like a weird dream version of her once that one comes out. Right. Uh, we'll decide then. But for now, this is the only Makoto we have available. So this is, you know, in my mind, the only Makoto available. Yeah. And you also have to wonder, like, if they were to bring another Makoto in, like, what else would you set her up as? Like, I think she works well as a staff infantry unit. I mean, you yeah, don't most, see her most much. Most likely but... she will stick as a staff unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I put I've noted that um, she's obviously colorless uh, for now, 
because uh, for all we know, they will eventually start adding colored stats because they added uh, colored versions of every other colorless weapon. Ooh, yeah. So we don't know for sure whether they'll do that or not, but if they start adding colored uh, staves or staffs, then they might start, we might start, we might get another version of Makoto that's a colored version. I kind of always see her being staff or magic at the, you know, most of a change. Okay. And you have a note yeah. here about her voice actress. like. Uh, uh, yeah, I mentioned in the Discord, uh, the voice actress is Marisha Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I did double check. Um, she is the uh, same voice actress that was in the original game. So it did make sense to keep her for heroes. But it was kind of funny in the uh, fact that Marisha Ray is a voice actress for Makoto, seeing as her husband, Matt Mercer, is the voice actor for Ryoma, her stepson in the game. <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that in uh, in Discord. I'm like, I'm not understanding what you mean. This has come up before, has it not, Marisha? Yes, um, Marisha Ray also voices Obero and Effie. Uh-huh. So I think I brought up the fact that, um, as I found it out while watching Critical Role, that Mercure and Matt Mercer are married, I brought out the fact that, you know, at least in real life, uh, Ryoma and Obero are married. Or Krom and Obero, if, if you want. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, because I, I know, I know so, we talked about it before, but that's very interesting and... and... Kind of really funny to point it's out. It's just a little more weird and interesting in the fact that it's, you know, mother and stepson, I guess, technically. But... It, it's very very weird. <laughs> we won't go there. There's a... Yeah. Uh, so, that rounds out the Adrift banner. All in all, I think that it's a co- it's an interesting looking banner. And I think having... Summoning at least one hero from this banner... To, to have that look and feel locked down in your collection is, is certainly advisable from my point of view. Uh, however, if you don't get lucky, you will always get the Tempest Trial uh, Young Azura reward, which falls right in line with this design. She's heavily featured in the Paralog, and she'll be free, no matter what. So look forward to that in the coming days. But uh, we move into the second part of our topic here. We had a busy week in terms of announcements. So we got the Fey Channel... Uh, we weren't sure what was going to be offered, but we knew it was going to be a 13-minute presentation, a lot of speculation as to whether it would be Book 3 or some other update. Turns out it was Update 2.11 that was being detailed, and we got uh, two new features, some minor updates, and a tease. Ooh, a tease. I did not think they would give that to us, but they did. We'll talk more about that in a and, little bit. But uh, yep. And the minor updates came more from the update the actual update not True. actually in the Fey channel Fey channel just focused on the two new features and the tease Ooh, so you're saying we have an even beefier topic this week because we're doing three no, that's not true we're talking about 2.11 uh let's talk about the biggest update here eddie the ether ether raids it's not ether raids yep. the a is silent right ether, they called it ether yeah they pronounce it ether and that's how i usually pronounce it maybe ether but ether or ether is you know I just remember in oh, Smash Brothers when it, Ike but... would do his move and it was like, Ether, or something like that. Yep. But, anyways, so, what are what are Ether raids? Uh, they're kind of a town-building mode. Um, mm-hmm. It's at the same time a simplified and improved version of the Keeps and Fates. Uh, in that you build the area to defend against the attacking teams of other players like you did in Fates. Um, although in Fates you also ran around and collected stuff from the various buildings, but... 
and and when someone invaded your castle, those buildings would give you buffs and uh, possibly debuff them and other factors. Uh, however, in this mode, you get to make buildings for your offensive team as well that go with you. Um, if you win a battle, win, uh, invade another keep and win the battle, you will uh, get lift raising, uh, which will eventually raise your ether raid tier as well. Uh, if your defense team gets defeated uh, after you cross a certain point, you will start losing lift when you get defeated. Right. So it's a it's a really new, you know, really cool mode that I feel like they've they've added this this mode that we've been asking for, which is which is a rejuvenation of something new. Like it, give us something new in the game that is based on the the, the game series. Gives us that combat. But is something new to do, and and this isn't even like just a a, a mode where you're grinding, you know, because the arena you can go in and grind and grind and grind, but with this it it's it's tiered, it's set. Like you go in, you do a couple of things, you run out of ether, and then you have to check back in the next day. Um, as far as I've seen, there's not a whole lot of ways to rejuvenate your your ether, not, not even by waiting. It, it rejuvenates every day, right? Correct. It um, resets 50 ether every day, mm-hmm. or adds 50 ether every day um, at the daily reset. Uh, during the battles, if you take out their ether buildings, uh, their amphora and their fountain, um, you will get, from what I've seen, one ether per building back. So you'll get a little bit back, but you know it seems, you know. It's definitely something that's going to take multiple weeks, if not months, probably months, considering um, how slow you get the ether stones and the um, actual ether. You know, mm-hmm. the limited number of times you can go each time. Um, so you're not going to be max be able to max out quick, quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the restrictions they've given, um, you know, you won't be you won't be losing ground as long as you can get multiple successful runs a day although if the cost keeps ramping up the way it has uh, it seems to ramp up one ether every hundred left you have that i've noticed at the lower levels uh whether or not you'll be able to do multiple runs in a day at higher left levels is a bit in question so it might uh at higher levels it might depend on your ability to build a setup that uh, stops your opponents from getting through, mm-hmm. uh, but they have limited that you can only lose um, lift every twenty hours. So, yeah, as, as you manage to get two runs in a day and successfully win those, you should be able to stay up. Yeah, and the amount of options in here when you're laying out, you can choose terrain, you can choose where your defensible heroes are laid when people are fighting you you can lay buildings you can lay traps it there's just there's a ton of stuff in here and there's not a lot of stuff you can do right away like you can't build everything right away you can't grind out to get all the towers all the defense modes you have to kind of you have to kind of strategically you know build and upgrade and then wait for for those resources to pour in so it's it's really cool now do we know now do we know if our ether keeps are going to keep, are going to keep through the seasons, or do they reset every season? Do we know that? I feel like they're going to have 
they're going to need to keep through the seasons or else you're never going to get anything done true because i'm we're in the second day and i i built a bunch at the very beginning but i haven't built much of anything since that initial push and i might have even put points into stuff that that really doesn't matter to to build up lift and stuff but yeah no i I'm 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 thinking you're right that it would be counterproductive to reset every season. I mean, yeah. If nothing else, um, you get 500 ether stones just for completing the, um, tutorial. The tutorial, uh, which they have you build a building during the tutorial that stays around. Uh, you then, um, you know, every build, almost every building, most buildings require one ether stone, uh, to build them. Or 100 ether stones to build them. So at most you can build five buildings. And if you have to rebuild them every season. Uh, you're not going to have the stones to build anything next season. Because you use them all. In theory. Right. Or you save up over multiple seasons. Because um, you get 80 stones if you participate at least five days. During the season. Mm -hmm. And then um, it looks like about you know, a hundred stones on average, depending on your tier, hmm. maybe less. I haven't double checked the exact tier rewards, but so you're going to get maybe 200 stones until you get into the really high ether levels. And at that point, it's maybe 300 stones that week. Yeah. So, the, the max tier, which is tier 21 will give you 210 orbs, uh, plus the newest, the other new currency. So there's three new currencies in this um so that you you spend ether stones to get ether drippings is that but that's heavenly do they call it oh okay i've been calling them ether no. drippings that's that not can right work too but <laughs> show title accurate i i think that uh very possibly um and then there are certain buildings that you can upgrade via the heavenly do um like one of the up one of the uh buildings you can upgrade with, mm -hmm. with the heavenly dew is your ether amphora or amphorae uh, which allows you to have a higher uh, cap of ether so if that were to reset every week it re would re feel really bad uh, but so I like the first thing I did I used the 100 ether you got from the tutorial or heavenly dew from the tutorial uh, because you build a building and you get the heavenly dew for it um, I use that to upgrade my Ether Amphora, so I now have 150 Ether Max. Yes, I did that as well. I think I might have upgraded it again because I built a bunch of towers. Yeah, I built a bunch of towers, and I'm debating whether I want to use it to improve my defensive fortress hmm. or use it for another Amphora um, upgrade. If I don't get myself to AR Tier 4 this uh, season, I will definitely use it for the amphora so i have more um heaven or more ether at the start of next season because at the start of each season it uh fully resets back up to 200 back up to your max i should say yeah and there's lots of buildings in here not just offensive like you have your fortress uh for both offensive and, and defensive so they're separate um which is interesting uh those are indestructible they can't be destroyed uh, they are indestructible they're Separate because they're built on the fact that um, whoever has the stronger fortress will get a stat boost from it. Oh. If you have equivalent fortresses, no one gets a stat boost. 
Interesting. So that's why I'm considering saving up my, um, eat, uh, saving up my heavenly dew at this point to use to upgrade my fortress. So once I can upgrade my fortress there on the defensive side, I'm nullifying the um, nullifying the stat boost that the opponent fortress could have. Mm-hmm. As we get closer to the actual event or actual stuff going on. It's, I mean, it's so crazy. This is such a big event. Like, I don't think they've added a new thing like this in quite a while. And I'm wondering, like, why why they didn't launch Book 3 with it. I mean, I mean we'll get into Book 3 later on, but... Yeah, uh, that was something I was wondering as well. Why, why they didn't wait for Book 3. Makes me wonder if there's no big mode coming with Book 3, or if there is actually going to be another big thing coming in book three we don't know yet right well we'll obviously continue to cover ether raids as as we learn more and we build more i think there are they announced that there are special buildings coming on november 18th uh whether uh, we yeah think i that's think i saw it was like a face statue or something yeah that's at least true that's what Faye indicated one of them would be a face statue how they work how uh what they do we'll find out when they show up yeah Faye's a bit of a uh, narcissist no- Another thing that they added with the ether raids, um, it's sort of a currency, but not really. It's um, if you get in the top ten thousand, I believe it is, of the um, ether raids, you will get a throne. Uh, the higher you are, the uh, different color. There'll be bronze, silver, and gold thrones, which you can then place on your keep, and it'll keep the number of times that. Excuse me. It'll keep the number of times in your ether keep you've reached that if you get multiples yeah they uh that this game has been really good at continuing to add markers for people that work really really hard to get in those top tiers and i saw those thrones and i'm like probably not going to get one of these but it's damn cool they put it in for those hardcores cool that they put it in i'm not holding my breath on getting them and i think if i ever get one it's only going to be the um uh, bronze throne, but not holding my breath on getting them. Now, as you mentioned, there is a second reward you get when you uh, from your ART. Blah, 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 blah. I'll learn how to talk one of these days, I promise. Uh, there is a second reward you get from your Ether Raid tier at the end of each season, and those are heroic grails, which are used for the other new feature they announced in the uh, in the event in the Faye channel. That's what it is. Once again, I'll learn how to talk one of these days. So Ryan, what are heroic grails? So heroic grails are a new currency, your favorite thing in free-to-play games, new currencies. So this is the third new currency, as we mentioned with this update, that you get from, uh, and you'll get this from Ether Raids, as mentioned, depending on your tier. You can then use these grails to summon previous Tempest Trials and Grand Hero Battle units. The units start at 100 grails per summon and cap at 500 grails per summon, and you can summon a max of 20 times per hero. The heroes come at 4 stars and seem to have a minimum of a month cooldown before they are added to the list. And uh, the cool thing about it is, usually when they add these currency stores, they add a little you know, icon to the front screen. You actually summon through the uh, allies menu, uh, through allies use heroic grails. So uh, if you're looking for it and you don't see it on the main screen, that's where it is. It's a little bit hidden. Um, and you do get 200 free grails as, uh, f- when just by opening up the menu. Um, 
Yep, I used those a hundred of those free grass to grab a Garen since you know I had made mine into a manual as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, and these grails are probably going to be things that you can grind up through the uh, through specific rewards. But if ether ether raids is the only way you're going to get them, it's you're probably not going to get a hundred. It might take a, a, a month to get a hundred. So definitely use them wisely. Um, I think I have all these guys, well, except for Aversa. So I'm excited that eventually I'll be able to get Aversa back, probably yeah, sometime before the end of the year, right? Uh, in theory, that's why I said it seems to have at least a month cooldown, because Aversa is, you know, a couple week, a week or so old, and she's not on the list yet. Mm -hmm. um, most likely, this, like, weapon refinery will, and probably Sacred Seals, although they don't mention it as often, uh, will be something that gets added in the update uh you know the week monthly update so like in theory unless they decide to wait longer next month aversa should appear uh probably the month after that will be when um young azura would appear in there and any other grand hero battle grand hero units that happen during november if any happen so cool no i'm uh i'm excited to get aversa back because uh just listen to her creepy stuff the whole time a lot of people are using her in the arena and on other modes so i'm excited to get her back but i'm kind of thinking like in terms of getting our first plus 10 sort of free unit reward type thing i think we're dangerously close to a plus 10 you know mast marth so that might be the the logical thing to go for uh in terms of just getting your first plus 10 but uh, if you've been upgrading and merging your mast marth uh you should be at like plus five or plus six yeah. Maybe even plus seven because Massmarth has repeated a number of times. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, they should be the closest to get to plus ten. And they're also the only unit that the only reason to get them out of the Heroic Grails is to plus ten them. Mm. Unless, because, unless you sent them home like you and I. <laughs> well, yes, if you sent them home, then you are grabbing them just to have them. Mm -hmm. But Massmarth is being the first Tempest Trial unit has no skills true but when so you all all yeah. mass marth has is falchion which is locked to mass north so maybe you could get a silver sword out of mass marth so i guess oh. if you're looking to give someone else a higher level sword you can get silver swords out of her but i see what you're saying you're saying basically that like yeah in terms of mass marth there's only one reason to do that one other yeah, units. there was discussion in Discord. There were some uh, people who have no interest in worrying about plus tending any of the GHB or Tempest Trial units. So they're planning to use this mode to get um, skill fodder from various characters. Okay. But Mass Marth has no skills to fodder. True. So maybe not the best advice. <laughs> I, I think like a lot of people look at this this mode as as a necessary being because of the fact uh, for the last two years we've been getting these free heroes and they're really it's only been at the whim of intelligent systems as to when we get them back or another chance to get them. So it makes yeah, sense. This to is offer a, this. Yep, great way for people who weren't around or like you send away someone they didn't mean to to hmm. get those grand hero battle and tempest trial units uh, they missed. Um, and it did also confirm Faye's fate's bias. Well, at least her obsession with Xander. Yeah. Because in, in the video, Faye dove straight for Xander. So, again. 
She always seems to get really excited whenever Xander appears. Her and Veronica, both of them, very excited about Xander. Well, this is a a necessary but good addition. Again, another mode that that would easily be paired with, with, uh, in terms of a new currency, a new store uh, for book three. But again, uh, hey, maybe they got something something waiting in the wings. But before we, we talk about that, minor updates. We got a bunch of, you know, little patchy notes when the patch went live. You want to run through these, yep. Eddie? It's, it's most of it maintenance, uh, shifting things around. Um, uh, like Ether Raids has taken over the Blessed Garden spot, and Blessed Gardens has moved uh, along with Chain Challenge and Squad Assault maps to a new submenu or button in the Story Menu tab labeled Multi-Map Buttons. So all three of those will now appear in there. Um, in the uh, edit, in the, I think it's the allies menu, there's a new button called edit special teams. Uh, and there you can now uh, find the edit reserve teams for Tempest Trials and such as that. Uh, the edit brigade, brigades and the edit raiding parties for ether raids in there. Mm-hmm. Um there was like some minor bug fixes and tweaks. Uh, like one of them was that the uh, background color of the button to send home heroes has been changed to red now, I think. Um, and one of the other things is that now, um, and it probably doesn't affect anyone who's been playing for a while, auto, auto favorite now defaults to five star units. It used to default to four star units. So if you didn't know how to change that, it would you would have a bunch of units that you didn't want favorited favorited uh this, but the sorry well i was just gonna say the the change to the five the auto favorite five star makes a lot of sense when it comes to the combat manual stuff they added in yeah. that you would keep a lot of four stars around solely because you wanted them for for fodder so now that you can create combat manuals it kind of only makes it kind of makes sense to only and i know i've been um i've been sort of not made fun of but i guess poked poked at when I, I was doing a stream and people noticed a lot of my four stars were favorited only because I kept that auto favorite on. Uh, so this is, this is a, this will be a welcome change for people who are starting their collection and then suddenly realize they gotta, they gotta get rid of a bunch of heroes. It's a pain to unfavorite. Yeah. yeah that's the issue. It's such a pain to unfavorite that it's easier to favorite characters. Like I finally picked up a Sylvia, uh, cause she was one from her banner that got dropped to four star so I finally got a random Sylvia on four star. It was a lot easier to go in and add a favorite mark to her than it would have been to remove favorite marks from all the other people I summoned. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and the big biggest update of the um, minor updates is that uh, Relay Defense has um, apparently, I guess, has realized it does definitely have some issues because it is currently on an indefinite hiatus. Hmm. Uh, which means we'll be getting rival domains, which I mentioned earlier. We'll once again be getting a rival domains every Saturday instead of a re-def- relay defense once a month. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. A lot of people were not happy about relay defense, and it seems Intelligent Systems is going to try to address that. Uh, yeah, after hearing a bunch of the complaints when it first came out and not hearing much positive improvement after they did the first edits to it, I never did really hop into it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's gone back to the drawing board for now, and we'll see what comes out. Yeah, we'll definitely see. And uh, the Fate Channel ended. I did not see this coming. I was like, "Wow, no, not even." I don't even think we'll get a nod to Book Three. It ended with a tease 
for book three. Yep. But uh, as, as Faye was winding down, a bit of static started popping up. We had an ominous wording about uh, that was the day the light died or something like that. Mm-hmm. And a shot of Sharina looking beat up, crying, and reaching towards the camera. Yeah, she was not happy about something. And uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna speculate what that might mean in speculation corner. Uh, so stay tuned for that just a later on in the show. Uh, but let's look at Summoner's Focus. Just a quick up update, folks. We are doing Echoes. Uh, there is a straw poll live, and it includes choices of Celica, Caring Princess, May, Faye, and Tobin. A Tempest trial reward, I believe. And and this is the Faye with the F A Y E, not the Faye that is F A F E H. Yeah, you cannot summon Faye yet, but I wouldn't put it past the game. So certainly vote. We'll be talking about one of those characters next week, which brings us to our game club section: Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Uh, just a quick note, folks. This is going to be disappointing, I'm sure, but. We only played to chapter 13. Over the last three weeks, <laughs> we... Uh, now, we got... Ryan, as mm. much as I would love to join in in your accomplishments, you only played to chapter 13. Oh. I procrastinated so long, and then work kept me busy my last two or three days uh, when I was planning to play through the game that I did not get around to even progressing to chapter 12. <laughs> oh, okay, well then... Uh... <laughs> I, I can talk about this. We can we can quickly talk about this, and uh, we'll talk about we'll just talk about it. So yes, I played to chapter thirteen. So even even though I was the the shining example for the last couple game clubs, uh, I realized when we were discussing this that over the last three weeks I only played one chapter. I was like, man, it felt like I played so much, but I only played through chapter thirteen. And that was a bit surprising, I gotta say. I could have sworn I had built, I had gone through more than one chapter, but I don't know if that says something about this game, that it just feels so sloggy, but uh, I don't know, Eddie, let me let me go over the story, and then we'll talk a bit about that before we, we mosey on out of this, uh, this okay. section. Um, so the story summary for one chapter. The, Ar- the Akanian heroes hurried in Altea, but they would not go unchallenged. Waiting for them at Fort Menity were Grust's artillery regiment, the dreaded wooden cavalry. Missiles crashed down, rocking the earth as the enemy ballista rumbled forward. Had Marth and the League any hope of triumphing over such firepower? Yes, yes, they did. They actually did it, and we, we won, so no worries. Um, Eddie, thoughts on why it's been so tough to get through this game for, for both of us, because I think we're both on the same page here uh, a little bit. Oh, I don't think it says anything about the game's quality. It says I think it says more about uh, modern game quality and that there's so much to make things easier in modern games that going back to a game from early 90s that doesn't, you know, even with the update, doesn't have a ton of the conveniences we're used to is just a lot more of a slog for me than I realized it would be, essentially. Mm. You know, I mean, you don't realize it as much, but if you really look at it, and it's constantly spoken about about Mario and other games, about how much harder they were, that it's just, you know, things have gotten a bit 
easier and more convenient. Yeah. And and the fact that this is a remake of an older game, I think even hurts it even more and that this they I think that was one of the initial criticisms that they didn't kind of bring the game farther into our current what we're currently used to when it came out and and that could be it there is something about it that feels a little a little slow and and not archaic but just like kind of just old you know a couple generations and it is a couple generations this is a ds title so i i see that point and i think there are only like 24 chapters so we don't have much we're about halfway through i think at this point um so we're getting there i just I understand the concern and and we'll we'll slow down. I think we're going to slow down, especially now that we're in the busy gaming season. The holidays are coming up. Um so we're going to we're going to get to the point where we're we're going to suggest what chapter we're going to and we're actually going to hit it because it'll probably be one or two chapters. Um and that's just that's just some games will go through faster, some games we will will go through slower and I think this is one of those slower titles. So um I know you can't speak much to the chapter we're going to talk about. But uh, do you have any other any other thoughts on 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 what you've played so far in terms of maybe even last game clubs game or uh, chapters? Uh, not not anything really new. Like I said, you know, once once I'm in there playing, I'm not hating it. I'm somewhat enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But it's just for whatever reason, something about it. I have it takes me a lot to actually get in there and play. Yeah, you know. it, it is a, it does take time. That makes sense. Um, well, in this chapter, we'll just get we'll go through this here. Chapter thirteen. There are two recruitable characters: Beck, who is a uh, a ballista unit, another ballista unit, and Astrum, who is a hero unit. And you actually have to bring the character from chapter twelve, one of the paladins, in. I made the mistake. It was one of those pal. It was those heroes that didn't have any weapons. So I made the mistake of bringing her in and didn't give her a weapon. So the first time I went to try and talk to him, he just kind of like slaughtered me. <laughs> so, which is weird because you're technically like I think linked romantically. So that was that's kind of a that's kind of a really really weird thing on a battlefield. You know, even if you're on a battlefield, that's... it doesn't make sense to kill your lover, right? Even if they're on opposite sides, you might have recognized her, right? That's always been one of the quirks of the Fire Emblem Recruit, uh, especially in the middle of a battle things, mm-hmm. is that you have to generally, I don't think I've ever experienced a point where they will just automatically talk to you. You have to be the one who initiates the conversation. Otherwise, they'll just attack you like any other enemy. Yeah. So it's always been one of the weird quirks. Well, it certainly... You can't be defensive on recruiting characters. Yeah. It certainly pops up in this chapter. It was a little weird. And and also, Astrum's a bit of a dick. Like, you talk to him with Marth after, and he, he kind of bites your head off and says, like, if you do anything, I'll chop your head off. And I'm like, whoa, that's dark, dude. Like, you go straight for the head. Um, but then Beck, he was instrumental in, in finishing this map because he gives you, he's a ballista, but he has a, a ballista um, weapon that heavily affects other ballistas, and your enemies are mostly ballistas. That's the main point of this map. So getting back from that village by having marth go up there and talk to him it 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 ends the map it basically allows you to to progress further without you know hoping that the pot shots they're shooting at you are 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 going to affect your unit so again eddie when you when you do this chapter you kind of have to 
risk it to beeline up and get back, and then you can kind of quickly fight them back. Um, so I didn't miss yeah. any recruitable characters, uh, and I, I quite liked the map. It was another cool map. I like Chapter 12. I like Chapter 13. The way they had set it up made me feel really cool and from a tactic standpoint. But this one, I think, felt particularly long because you are very wary about those ballistas and you're having to, to kind of slowly inch up. And I think that made this map take a couple hours maybe to finish total time. Um, yeah, that's one of the other things about these uh, these older games is that the later levels can really take a long time. Kind of notice that a bit in Echoes, uh, that last battle, unless you're being reckless and letting characters get killed, it takes a long time to get up to um, Duma there. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll keep going. I think we're, we're, we're aiming for Chapter 16. Is that what we're going for? Or do you want to roll yep. that back a bit? No, we were aiming for Chapter 15 last time, and we want to give those who are up-to-date uh, something to actually progress to. Uh, just hopefully we'll get further along this week, and if not meet reach Chapter 16, at least close the gap a bit. Yeah, let's do, let's do that. And uh, we promise, folks, that we will... Okay, let's do it, Eddie. Let's make a pact. We're going to get Chapter 16. We're going to do it. And break. Okay, so let's move into Speculation Corner. Um, Eddie, you threw this in here. Uh, you, you, made, you, you gave me a hard time for the joke that I put in here. It was a joke. I wasn't being flippant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I figured it was a joke, but it was just, you know. <laughs> I, I, I put in for Speculation Corner what was happening in that book three teaser. Yeah, and then I wrote Essentially, <laughs> yeah, Serena reaching to the camera, crying, and uh... yes, and what I had originally had meant and didn't feel like typing all out is why was Serena <laughs> all beat up and reaching to the camera, crying? You know, um, I, I threw have this, this into Discord <laughs> and got more logical responses. Yes, to a degree, <laughs> to a degree more logical responses, and that whirlwind thinks it is Serena realizing she will be not be getting any merges anytime soon <laughs> which, uh, which again more creative than when i did mine was kind of creative but whirlwinds was yeah. uh whirlwind and i think it was whirlwind and opera and i can't fault you for your response because i am often the one who takes things literal and gives the uh smart aleck response like that but um opera uh like me kind of thinks that her parents die Hmm. Or also, he thinks it's possible that Alphonse turns evil, Ooh. Uh, or something to that effect. I mean, if anyone dies, I don't think that they would kill Alphonse, Anna, or the Summoner. I definitely don't think it would be the Summoner. No, I don't think they can kill uh, seeing us. Seeing as off. you're the catalyst for everything, I mean, it's kind of shown from first-person view, so you could argue that it is her reaching towards you, but, um. It could just be Fjorm finally dying, uh, yeah. as we found hinted at. Uh, but I think it's more likely Asker getting destroyed, possibly killing her, probably or possibly killing her parents. Hmm. Or maybe the Order of Heroes castle gets destroyed or something. But So you think they might be double, like, the, the, the teaser does kind of look like they're doubling down on the, on the, dark, uh, the dark themes that we got in book two. And I think Fjorm dying is, a, is an easy one. Um, because we know she's dying. 
So yeah, that's why I don't think Fjorm dying is likely what she's crying about. Because I mean, she will Fjorm's probably dying, cry about it, but yes, but not in that image in that uh, pose and the way it shows in that video. Yeah, it's not the teaser. tenpole of the uh, this book. I'm sure it's a part of it, but I, I kind of like your idea that you know while we're away fighting Suter, you know, in in Niffle or whatever, uh, and and the other uh, Firelands. Um, Musefell, but yes. Musefell, yeah. Again, I I love God of War. You'd think I'd have these down. Um, you 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 yeah. The fact that maybe Asker gets destroyed while you're away, therefore your your parents are killed in 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 the in in the moment. You know, a bigger bad arrives. Maybe um, that that oh, yeah, would make I a really mean, excellent story. Loki slunk away before the thing, and maybe the dream world hints to what Loki's planning. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, something coming from the dream world could be a big or bad. You know, I said from the beginning that I doubted Loki was 100% uh, with Musebell because her outfit was different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Musebell was all red in a certain emblem, while Loki was always purple with a different emblem. And she always spouted that she's a agent of chaos, not so much an agent of uh, Surtur. Yeah, so, so maybe she's done something to to cause this mess, or or maybe she's. Oh, I have no doubt that she's probably done something to cause this mess. Um, yeah. Whether it's her actual boss who sent her out to work with Surter, or just on her boss's orders, she found another big bad to come and cause chaos. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will certainly find out. I, uh, you know, this could probably be another speculation corner but do we want to tease our thoughts on like when is this coming we know it's december they did confirm december 2018 but do you feel this is like early december i mean with christmas coming you'd probably have to get it out of the way right oh uh, yeah i think like last year early december i think 2.11 is probably the last um book two patch and we'll get 3.0 to start book three early december Unless they decide to push it a little later, but I think like last year, early December, and it is entirely possible that the um, legendary hero that changes things up for the legendary banners or whatever they decide to use for the book three special heroes uh, will be the end of November one. Mm-hmm. You know, we already saw that the legendary heroes starting next month are going to change because we've already gotten four legendary heroes on the banner um if the hint for january and the fact that both i think it was ike and erica are going to be there in january is accurate and we're going to have at least five legendary heroes per legendary banner then in theory this new legendary hero is going to be uh i'm guessing the book three hero whether or not they'll give them free like they did with fjorm I don't know, mm-hmm. but I think that would be really cool. I really liked getting yep. a free legendary hero, so I'd be down for that. Um, cool. Uh, yep. Well, we'll probably find out sooner rather than later. You know, the the missing calendar I think is a very uh, interesting clue as to when we'll find out about about book three. I think if they just gave us a calendar for the rest of November you know they're i think there's a balancing act there that they're trying not to completely unveil when it's coming but 
the fact that it has been confirmed for December 2018, maybe they're just trying to get Ether raids, give it its space. But um, I, I think we'll find out in the coming weeks as opposed to waiting right until December. So uh, good I stuff. I do as well. I do as well. Speaking of the coming weeks, uh, we mentioned during the mini episode that during the Smash Direct, they indicated mm-hmm. that a, a bunch of characters have been confirmed uh, through the uh, videos of to be the new spirit for characters in the game. Um, they're somewhat stick- similar to the stickers in Brawl, except they can be equipped to fighters to enhance them and give them additional abilities. They come in two types, primary and support heroes that can be equipped to your primary heroes. Uh, there, We found, uh, according to the list we found, there's about 26 heroes that were noted in uh, either the American or the Japanese um, uh, Smash Direct. Uh, from various games uh, in Shadow Dragon. Uh, there are four heroes, a couple from Genealogy, and uh, at least one from Echoes mm-hmm. that we're going to go over today. Uh, one of the ones seen from Shadow Dragon was a primary spirit of Jagan, or Jagan, who is somehow a shield, so I guess he affects your shield or something. Yeah, must boost your so. shield stats or something. Yep. I don't know exactly how it works. Um, then there's also Board, Cord, and Barst as one, since they're a group of brothers in the game, apparently. Uh, when I was looking through, I found that out. Um, <laughs> they are also another primary hero. Uh, and their group effect or note is that they are attack-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Nina, uh, who doesn't really play much in the game, but you know you've met her and she's traveling with you. Uh, is another primary spirit, uh, who is also another shield spirit. Uh, then the meme lords will be oh so happy. Riss is there. Yeah. But nothing is known there. about him, but he is there. And it's his old school Off- art too, his, right? Offering his shady potions. I didn't catch him in the video, so I didn't see his art. If you click on the on the links in this, uh, so SerenesForest.net ah, has yes. given a really great listing, and, and it actually yep. links to all the images, um, which is really cool. Yep, it is an old school art, looks like. So. Which, is, which is fantastic. Which I noticed, most of them do seem to be old school art. Yeah, they seem to use the, the, the game that they were first premiered in, which is, I think, an, an, a really great touch. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What else? Do, what other games do you want to go over today? I know we got a huge list here, but uh... Uh, genealogy of the Holy War and Echoes is what oh. we're going to go over today. Right. So we got uh, Sigurd, which is a uh, we don't know where he's in, but he's a class he's a class two star primary, uh, and he will be popping up. Uh, oh man, his art! <laughs> he looks real sad. Definitely his old school art. Yeah, uh, and then also Selif from Genealogy of the Holy Wars in there, and that that is yep, that is old school. That is looking really cool. That's that's so fun. Yeah, it kind of works with the old school art for some of them, and yep. Yeah. So, and finally from Echoes, uh, there was noted a young Almond Celica up in a the corner there in that in one of the pictures of the various spirits. Yeah, so, so. The, the reason we have... So if you check out these images, folks, the reason we have some more stats for others is that sometimes 
Uh, they're showing the image, I think, in a summoning pool. So it's just like a tease, like an image of the characters. But then other times it's actually in the listing, which shows their class, their star level, what they affect. So the spirit section of the Smash game is kind of a huge addition meant to replace the trophies, but also enhance your game in a way that you're using all of these characters from across all these platforms uh, and putting them into the game. So it's kind of really neat. Yeah, kind of, kind of like the gear improved the st- uh, the characters, but instead of it being gear, they have these spirits instead of gear. True. That's a very in, in that's trophies. A much better, yeah. And also, it has a bit of an advantage because if you re- get a uh, similar spirit again, you'll be able to uh, feed the extras to your uh, amiibo fighters if you want. Right. Cool, man. Well, I look forward to going through this list because uh, I'm not going to spoil myself here. I, I've just looked at what we're looking at. Um, but yeah, cannot wait for Smash Brothers. Less than a month away. Kind of crazy to think about. So uh, we will be having new Fire Emblem experiences outside of Faye very soon to enjoy. Book 3, Smash Brothers, What's Not to Love as a Fire Emblem fan. Eddie, that has been a show. I I really appreciate that we had a lot of stuff to talk about. Great time to be a Faye fan. So I, I just want you to give some final words to our, our fine listeners here. Are you injured? Let me help. Um, visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. You can email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. You can check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord. Please let us know if you're injured. We can help. Go to bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, Eddie at Drelfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers in for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.